That Speaks Houston, the Addy Award-winning podcast, giving you the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing, created and produced by Radio Lounge, the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter at aaf-houston.net. I'm Ray Shillens. As we are recording this podcast, it is the end of June, the beginning of July 2022. That is transition time for the governor of District 10. And we had a chance to sit down with the current governor of District 10, Stephanie Price. Stephanie is passionate about the American Advertising Federation, the advertising industry, and the people in District 10 who make it such an incredible district. You'll enjoy the conversation. As Associate Director of Marketing for the Cultural Foundation of the Texas Panhandle, Stephanie Price directs a marketing team in developing and executing all advertising, publicity, social media, tourism, promotional activities, probably catering for the Panhandle Plains Historical Museum and Texas Outdoor Musical, which is phenomenal. Stephanie serves as the past chair of the Amarillo Convention and Visitors Council, board of directors on the Amarillo CBC Communications Tourism Committees as the March of Dimes Signature Chefs 2021 event chair for AAF Amarillo. Stephanie has held numerous board positions over her seven years of involvement, including president, AAA Chair, Club Achievement Chair, Communications Chair. For D10, she has been Conferences and Conventions Chair, Club Achievement Chair, AES Chair. Well, wait, there's got to be more, right? She was named <laughs> Member of the Year for AAF Amarillo in 14 and one of Amarillo Chamber's Top 20 Under 40 in 2015. In 18, Stephanie was awarded the Rising Star for the uh, State of Texas by the Texas Travel Industry Association, presented by Southwest Airlines. 19, named Member of the Year for AAF 10th District in 2020, the Girl Scouts, because there's them too. The Texas and Oklahoma Plains awarded her the Take Action Award for promoting and participating in female leadership. Well, that was well-deserved, no doubt. And if you haven't heard, congratulations to our very own Stephanie Price on receiving the Governor of the Year Award. We need horns here for our extending dedication and contributions to the American Advertising Federation, D10, baby. Stephanie's hard work was celebrated at the uh, Salute to the Achievers Luncheon back in June, where it is June still, in Nashville during America 2022. So, uh, let's, Stephanie, Stephanie, you got to have a chance to talk here, too. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I have great people around me and really wonderful mentors, and mm-hmm. I can't say enough gratitude to, you know, my husband and my team for letting me, you know, go volunteer and be a part of all this, all the things. And I have a wonderful job that understands the value of the AAF and that it really does give me the education I need to continue to excel in, in what we're doing. So. Wow. How, 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 how go ahead, Stephanie, go, go ahead, go ahead. No. Um, yeah, it was such an honor to receive Governor of the Year. I got to work alongside 14 other incredible people who are leading their districts. And from um, <clears throat> Buffalo all the way to Hawaii to down in Florida. And, um, of course, got to know the governors really well from the Midwest because we had the Central Region Conference. And I've just been – it was my honor to get to work for them. So to be recognized among that stellar group of volunteers was, was pretty special. So you have a new position. You've accepted a new position with the American Advertising Federation National. It's secretary-treasurer of the Council of Governors. 
What what do you do there? What what are you going to be doing in that position? Sure, Um, that is a track to um, eventually become the chair of the Council of Governors. So, as most people know who follow the District Ten podcast or our um, Houston podcast, um, AAF is divided up into districts. And you know, we started our local clubs. So that's our grassroots network. Those are the boots on the ground. You guys in Houston are killing it with all of your amazing advertising. I know you had some national American Advertising Award winners this year. Oh, yeah. And then from the local clubs, we move into a tiered structure of districts. There are 15 districts um, across the nation in the American Advertising Federation. And so there is an executive committee that helps all of those governors, you know, really with grassroots ideas and um, really just ensuring that our um, governors have all of the resources they need. They feel empowered and decisions are being made at that level. So I'll serve on that executive committee. I'll start out as secretary treasurer. And one of the, um, of course, among taking minutes and sending out invoices, another one of the bonus things is getting to do a little event planning for that Council of Governors. Then I'll move into the vice chair role. We're really um, assisting Lee Ferrier, who's from the East Coast, um, in her year as the chair. She's got some fantastic ideas and things that she wants to implement in the, um, especially in the realms of government relations, education, and club um Club Toolbox, you know, we have all sorts of resources at AAF.org for our clubs, and she really is very passionate about adding to that repertoire and just really making sure clubs have everything at their disposal to be successful or to maybe pull themselves out of a an issue they find themselves in or to, you know, empower their their leaders in their local market. So um, I'm excited to work with her on that. And then, of course, um, Taking on the chair year, it's it's really special for me. Larry Brantley, who um, is the current Council of Governors chair, is a mentor of mine in the AAF. He oh. started in Dallas um, when I started, uh, you know, when I was just a little little thing, and I've just learned so much from Larry and yeah. all of his passion and his kindness, and he's such a thoughtful leader, and I really have learned so much from him. And when he was governor, um, I took on the role as second lieutenant governor for District 10. And so now that he's chair and I'm taking on the secretary treasurer role, it's pretty cool that we're getting to kind of bookend things um, in that way. And I've just been so grateful to learn from him. So that's a that's a special thing that will happen for me as well. Um, and so during my chair year, you know, I'm just really working on empowering the clubs, creating connections outside of our, our district structure so that clubs that, you know, really just want a different perspective can can feel like they're getting it there. And I want to just see the AF clubs thrive. I'd like to see more growth, of course, with our ad twos, but bringing back some clubs that we, we know we need more representation on um, in certain markets and really doing a strategic plan to focus on that. That's going to be kind of my initiatives there. Ad Federation is really rich and incredible people. You mentioned Larry and so many other people, and we love Larry as well. So he was a good mentor for you, and obviously not only a mentor but a cheerleader to keep you engaged, involved, and energized about the American Ad Federation. Beyond all of the things we're talking about right now, as we said, Stephanie's day job is the Associate Director of Marketing for the Cultural Foundation of the Texas Panhandle, which is also a phenomenal destination if you're ever going out that way. Uh, or if you don't even intend to go out that way, make plans to do so because it's a, a wonderful city and a great place. But I don't, honestly, I don't understand how you find the time to do all these things. But I, uh, I, I really applaud your your efforts and love the fact how 
how uh, much in love you are with the American Ad Federation. Uh, the, the current governor of District 10 uh, will also throw in mom duties. You also have management <laughs> responsibilities for the Madeline Corporation. You've heard of them. Your CFO, <laughs> Joe, is right alongside you. Uh, how is family coming along? How are things going? You're busy that way, too, huh? Well, you, it's interesting you mentioned my passion for the AAF, and I think I really really discovered. So in 2016, I had a pretty horrific life-altering event. We lost our daughter, Charlotte, at the age of 12 days old. Oh, my. She passed from a heart defect. And during that time, I cannot tell you, you know, we were life-flighted to Fort Worth. We had all sorts of, you know, traumatic things happen to us. And friends across District 10 in the AAF really really stepped up in a big way mm, for me. Yes. And that was when I learned a, a real valuable lesson that the AAF is, is of course, at it its core about the Advertising Federation and all of our jobs, but really at its heart is about the people. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of where my want to give back, you know, really heightened was yeah. that these were, we're a club and a grassroots network full of incredible people who all have very busy lives, but manage to find the time to dedicate to an industry that we all love. We know we have fun, cool jobs and we're grateful for them. And so the, you know, work that we can do to make sure that others who are not like us know about our industry and the opportunities there and those that are coming behind us and it's still in school know all the opportunities available to them. And so the things that I can do there, I'm just, I'm I really, am grateful for the, for the chance to lead. But I think my, my passion really ignited then because I, I learned that, you know, AAS is about people. And there were some of my local Amarillo friends that really just helped me pull through a very, very dark, terrible time in my life and come out a, a pretty different person. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. And so I think, you know, AAS and then another, you mentioned the Texas Travel Industry Association, several from that group too. And I just, yeah. I learned that those, those industries are about people. And so that, that was pretty special. And I think that's where my, my passion to give back. And, you know, you mentioned our little, our little rainbow Madeline, and yeah. I'm just so grateful to have her. She's, she started walking this month. So that's a really know. cool you, special I, thing to see. I saw a video <laughs> of her on some beach somewhere, which is a perfect place to learn how to walk, if you know what I'm saying, because you fall Absolutely. down and it doesn't you know, really matter. You know, incoming chair of the Council of Governors, Danielle Sally, would be upset with me if I didn't mention that it was in District 3, her district, that Madeline started walking on a beach. So. Okay, well. They have great beaches in District 3 if you ever travel that way. So. <laughs> I, well, now I know. I thought I thought you might have been in Galveston or something. I wasn't sure exactly where you were, but it no, was No, I was beautiful. in Myrtle Beach and just had a great Oh, yeah, that's right. Time, I forgot about so. that. You know, Stephanie, it says a lot about who you are. Uh, frankly, uh, a lot of folks would have uh, would have hung up, closed the door, shut the lights off, turned off the power, and gone gone the other way or you on the other hand uh, decided that you know what we got to make this we got to we got to perpetuate life we've got to make things move on we've got to keep on going and what you've done uh, as you said with the support of your your club uh, friends and associates and people in your industry they came they came to you and they uh, they helped you uh, get things rolling again and the fact that Madeline is here and you guys are just having so much fun i mean she was at the uh, uh, Advention as well at the head table, which is a proper place for her too, because someday she too <laughs> will be there. I'm just saying that. But uh, you know, really, you know, you talked about Ad Federation and the people. What? Uh, uh, let's talk a little bit more about that. What really drives the spirit 
of Stephanie Price, it, not only for the Ad Federation, but in life? What, what ignites you to get started every day? Uh, you know, I, I want to, to wake up and know that, you know, I'm making a difference in someone's life. And I think that hopefully, you know, in my job, I get to do some really cool things, cataloging history. And, you know, the museum is a memory keeper. It's the keeper of our collective story here in this area and our collective past. And I get to learn about someone new that did something amazing every day. I'm always learning on this job and I've been here almost 10 years. Um, and I think that's really special. I get to be a place of collective memory and memory keeping, and I get to tell other people's stories. And that's, I think, something really special because at the end of the day, when we close the book on our own lives, it matters what our story was and what we did with the time that we had. Yeah. And so that that is something I think that's really special and what keeps me here at the museum and working with the musical is we get to tell about the people of the past and inspire the future. Yeah. And that's um, you know, personally, I have the best husband that's the most understanding in the whole world. So when I take calls about volunteer work at night at night, he's still right there cheering me on. He came to Advention as well and sat at the head table and he gets it. And so I'm very, very blessed there. And yeah. Madeline and Charlotte, you know, Charlotte, she's not here with us. She's, I, you know, believe in heaven, but I think that she propels me every day to, um, you know, just try to live a good life and be a good person and, you know, who she would have wanted her mom to be. So, and I try to be a role model for Madeline. I want her to know that she can do anything and she can have any career she wants and any chair she wants. And, you know, she, she deserves all of that opportunity. She, you know, I'm going to get a little on my soapbox, deserves to be paid the same for the work and, Mm -hmm. you know, deserves every opportunity she can get. So I know that there's a lot going on in our country that's tumultuous with politics right now, especially and Supreme Court decisions. And, but at the end of the day, I want, you know, to live a good, good life and be a good role model for Madeline so she can go fight the fights that have to be fought. Oh, she's, she'll be well prepared, no doubt about it. And Madeline, (laughs) please listen to mom and dad. Okay. Cause both of them have a lot to contribute. I'm sure there'll be times she won't, but maybe I'll pull this podcast out in a few years. Absolutely. This is for you, Madeline. (laughs) <laughs> we said this back in 2022, and I'll dog on it. Listen, this past year has been a challenge. This past two years has been a challenge, but it seems like you thrive on challenges. What makes challenges so not appealing, but what, what, what makes you step up and say, you know what? I got this. I'm going to get this done because that's what you do. You've got, you've got the energy. You've got the voice. You've got the strength to push through those challenges. How, how do you handle those things? Well, thank you. I, I truly believe no one's an island. You know, I I could not have, I did not accomplish everything district attendant this year by myself at any stretch of the imagination. There were people every step of the way that if I had an idea or a problem were stepping up right alongside me, digging their heels in and doing the work. I think that, you know, I like challenges because I, I like doing the work. I like to solve problems. That's kind of how my brain works is I start at step one and then I like to get to the end and solve a problem. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of who I am as a person. And so be that a fundraising challenge or be that, you know, that we're, we're missing a key component or someone that's not sitting, um, you know, where, where they should be sitting. And so I just, I, I enjoy problems. I enjoy tackling challenges. I think they make life fun and worth it. And AAS has presented some really cool opportunities to do that. So, okay. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just how I work. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> but as I look back on the year, you know, I can mention about 400 names of people like you and Crystal and Laurel and Suzanne and I mean, Larry, I could go on and on and on. Yeah. 
of people, Bill Richmond, who've just, you know, stepped up and said, you know, I want to tackle this part of the challenge or I'll I'll head that committee or let's do this together. And I think that's that's the fun part is when you get to work alongside cool people that are different than you are, have different parts of the industry. And I have learned, I've just learned so much. And I've just been fortunate enough to sit in the, the head spot. But, you know, there are about 30 people just on committees behind me doing doing the work. And so I think I'm grateful for that. Okay, you know, all of these all of these great uh, resources of, of food things and, and uh, organizations, they have a recipe for a secret sauce. Uh, do you have a secret sauce, Stephanie Price recipe? In other words, what makes you so incredible? Is there, do you have the ingredients there? Do you know what that is? Well, that's very nice of you um, to say. <laughs> um, I think that there are, I'm by no means perfect. Um, realizing that is a definitely first step, but I've, I've learned a lot to listen more than I, more than I talk. Mm-hmm. And that's been kind of a hard lesson for me because I'm a doer. I'm a get it done type person and I'm a jump in. Um, but you have to remember that, ev- you know, it, sometimes listening to the quietest voice in the room will get the job done a heck of a lot better than the person that is the loudest. And that making sure that you're taking all things into consideration and all viewpoints before you, you know, jump into something, that's that's really a big lesson I've learned. I learned that from Suzanne. Mm-hmm. She was very good about taking a step back and going, wait a minute, let's let's think this through. And mm. that's been something I've learned. So I think thinking it through, come with some passion, come with, but, you know, but then also at the end of the day, be ready to roll up your sleeves and get the job done. I really do subscribe to the fact that I will not, you know, ask someone to do something I'm not willing to do. I'm willing to take out the trash and clean up the red wine off the floor and <laughs> haul the, the other night for work, I was hauling the, um, you know, drink cooler full of water down to people and just never, you know, you picking were. up trash. Of and course you just were. Just never, never ask somebody to do something you're not willing to do because yeah. then, you know, that's not, that's not a leader. That's a dictator. So. Okay. Oh, that's good. Now, I love that. I love that. I, I, if you're listening to this and I know you are. I hope you're taking notes. Crystal Gonzalez and baby are stepping into the governor's shoes. What is this, a new deal for being a governor? You have to come with a baby? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I guess so. Um, uh, I, Laurel McEwen, our um, incoming first lieutenant governor, I think will be breaking that cycle, as she has said. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. But, yeah, I funny. think Crystal is going to do such a phenomenal job. Um, you know, as we look back on the successes of the year, I'm just grateful. We had some incredible award shows. We rewarded some fantastic work with the American Advertising Awards and Mosaic Awards. We had three, really four fantastic in-person events um, and a Hall of Fame. Yeah. So those were wonderful. I think, um, I'd like to think our clubs are better off this year than they were. You know, we're coming out of, like you said, two very tumultuous years. So Um, we all survived. We didn't lose any clubs in District 10, and that is a miracle in and of itself. Sure. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm proud when I look back. I, I would like to think, like I said, you know, I woke up and wanted to make a difference, and I'm I'm glad that I, you know, set out to do this job. It was, you know, it's always scary when you look down a four-year commitment, but I would like to think as I look back on the last four years, I'm very proud of the the work that was done and the things we, we accomplished. And I, I'm excited to tackle new challenges at the national level and um, yeah. couldn't be more, more grateful for the opportunity and that, you know, I, it was an election and I, I humbly accept, you know, the fact that someone else wanted this position too. And as I look at the next four years in the service to the AAF or I'm, 
I'm going to remember that. Yeah. And I'm going to remember to to tackle it with the the best of my ability because, you know, the governors have their sincerest confidence in me and that means everything. Yeah. Yeah, you you won't let them down, I guarantee that. As a fly on the wall, what kind of conversations have you had with Crystal? <laughs> what are some oh, of the God. things you guys You know, you don't have you to know, reveal everything. Just give me a few. Yeah. Wonderful. She is yeah dedicated, talented. She's even more detail-oriented than I am. And so I know District 10 is in for such a wonderful next year. You know, I know she's going to to build on the, the things that we accomplished this year and just take them to new heights. Um, I have no doubt that our clubs will excel under her and feel informed and empowered and uplifted. I know that she really, truly has a servant's heart, and that's that's great to see. You know, when sometimes when you're elected to leadership, you don't you don't get to decide who's beside you. But I was very fortunate to make it her, and yeah. I would have picked her, no doubt, because I think she's amazing, yeah. and y'all are gonna do even more amazing things than I could have ever dreamed of under Crystal and Laurel and AB. It's just such a stellar slate of people yeah. that are willing to step up for District 10. That I know, you know. Whoever follows AB is going to have big, big shoes to fill because that's, you know, three years of heavy hitters who care about the American Advertising Federation and who are going to bring different, unique perspectives and are ready to to get it done. So we've all had all sorts of planning and discussions. And just today I got Crystal's maternity leave. She's going to take a little bit of time off, which is good. Um, But there's the AF not going to miss a beat because she's already set everyone up for success. Yeah. Yeah, she she's going to be incredible. There's no doubt about that. This is like the lineup for a World Series team. You got, <laughs> you got. Look who's on deck. Look who's on deck. And really, to me, that is the most important thing. As as long as you can surround yourself and and have people behind you who are uh, have that greatness and that passion for the the commitment to the organization. Doesn't matter whether it's Ad Federation or any other organization. If you've got good people lined up for that and they're behind you and they're ready to take, you know, take the, the next move and hit the, hit the home run, uh, the organization is in very good hands. And you've said that, you know, um, Amarillo, we're here in Houston uh, with AdFed Houston, but Amarillo, I'm, I'm actually kind of jealous at Amarillo because it is such a doggone strong club in D10. You guys are doing, 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 doing. And you've been doing this all the way through this stupid pandemic that we've been through. Why is Amarillo so doggone strong, uh, Stephanie? Uh, you know, the secret is, is we all hang out with each other outside of the AAF. Good. If you're honest with you, um, mm-hmm. lots of us do business and we, you know, we treat it as a place where we can, yes, competitors are together, but we treat it as a place where we can get business done and lift each other up and provide opportunities. And I think it's a very welcoming club to new people and to new board members. We're going to welcome four new board members this year that I couldn't be more excited about to see what they're going to do. And they're of all ages and demographics and backgrounds. And that's pretty cool for a small smaller place like Amarillo. Yeah, yeah. You know, we really do focus on, you know, how do we get all facets of the industry and all types of people. And, um, you know, the secret sauce is really being friends too, is understanding that, you know, when someone has an event, we are, this club is very good about supporting each other and supporting each other's events and mm-hmm. being there. And, you know, we may not be able to do it monetarily, but by gosh, somebody's going to go in person. Oh yeah. And I love add to Amarillo. I see this camaraderie, just building amongst them, and they are going to reach the stars very soon, I have I, no doubt. I think it's so important, so important, and we do the same thing here in Houston. Add to Houston, these are the people 
who are changing advertising, who are the, the, the heavy hitters and the success stories uh, of the, uh, the world. They're very relevant, but I, I, and I wanted to make sure during my term as a chair here in Houston uh, that we acknowledge that and we give them everything that we could possibly give them as an ad federation to say, come on, join us. We're going to do this together. I think it's important. Is America- Absolutely, and it's not a, you know, mm-hmm. it's really important to me that, you know, Everyone is colleagues, and it's it's just because they're younger. They have just as much valuable contribution to make. Sometimes, like you said, even more so, they're changing the landscape, and yeah. so much we can learn from each other. And mm-hmm. I'm really proud of Ad to Amarillo. Um, speaking of Ad to Erica, who is a Houston oh, yes. um, girl now, yeah. is going to be the Ad to National Chair when I am the COG Chair, and I could not be more excited for that because we've worked so closely together here through District 10. So yeah, yeah. that's going to be really awesome. And she came from Houston. Well, she's in Houston now. She didn't come. She came from yeah, Dallas originally. I think Dallas okay. native, but Houston now. So you guys can claim her. I'm owning her. This is a fine thing. I'm taking Houston for for, for Erica. That's So in today's world, is AAF still relevant in the advertising and marketing communications world? Why is advertising, American Advertising Federation, still a relevant and a very important part of our industry? Um, I think it is. I think that, you know, like I said, there are places where we need to, to build back up the brand and the awareness. But I think it's the only organization that really encompasses all types of advertising. It's not just about graphic design. It's not just about digital marketing. It's about everyone working together and understanding the whole industry and the opportunities there, using that as an education platform, and especially the government relations. It's vital to all of our jobs. You know, if no one... If you don't know anything, know that the AAF on your behalf is lobbying and avoiding taxes and working really hard to make sure that um, we have jobs, yeah. that we have money, and the industry thrives. A yeah. non-tax yeah. industry that yeah. will create growth, and I think that's yeah. really important. If you've never done the day at the Capitol, we did that uh, uh, not that long ago, and it, what a wonderful opportunity to connect with uh, legislators and, and uh, the people who are making those laws happen. And, and the interesting thing apart about that is that they need to hear from us as an advertising uh, representation for uh, what what we do and why we do it and better understand what our industry does so they can better communicate with uh, with Washington on the, the things that are done there. So it was a good thing Absolutely. as well. Yeah, they're looking to us as the experts. We're the experts in our field, and yeah. we need to know what legislation will or won't do and privacy laws and yeah. social media and all of those things, you know, they're looking to us as the experts. And I think that's the, that's the important thing of the, a- one of the important things of the AAF is yeah. that, you know, not only how do we train future generations, but how do we teach those outside of our industry, the relevancy and the importance. Yeah. Yeah. And You're- I know that Steve Pacheco and his staff and especially Clark Rector, our lobbyists, that's, that's their core mission every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's to to do those things. We have strength so. there. There's no, no no doubt about that. I also heard you're on a mission to visit 40 countries before you turn 40. How's that journey going? Yes. Are you on Tell track? Kind or of put what? a damper on that. Oh, okay. Well, where are you at now? Okay. I just want to know how many you got to go because we'll keep track of that. You know what, Stephanie? You're gonna you're gonna do this. Okay. Maybe maybe not at 40, <laughs> but maybe like 45, 42. Who knows? Doesn't really matter, does it? But, so I turned 35 September 20th. So I don't mind telling my age. Okay. <laughs> um, and I have visited 28 countries. Well, so okay. So got yeah. a little bit to go. We'll see. We had a cruise booked for the summer through 
Russia and um, all sorts of places. As we all know, that's not a place you want to visit right now. Rut row. Um, with yeah. all sorts of things going on, and I didn't want to get in the way of any important work going on over there. So we ha- we since moved that trip to just a little beach jaunt, um, which I'm glad we did. Stayed domestic. It allowed my whole family to go and. Mm-hmm. So things were not the way they're supposed to, but I'll yeah. get there. Yes, you will. I, I, hope so. I have no <laughs> doubt. Need to put a book together of your journeys as well. You probably will do that one day as well. There are so many working parts of the American Advertising Federation. They all need to work together. As you said, in community like Amarillo does, working together brings growth. You said that too. Together, our D10 clubs are also stronger and better focused. Together, D10 is better. What is the best way to tie the clubs in District 10 together in your mind? Oh, man. Um, I think that no matter where we come from, large or small, at the end of the day, we all we join the AAF for different reasons, but we all want to, to have success in our jobs and be empowered and have the tools that we need to, to do those jobs. And I think that's what the AAF provides us. It provides us the education. It provides us the mentors. It provides us the legislative efforts that we can all be successful in our jobs because at the end of the day, we wouldn't be in this industry if we didn't love it. Sure. How true. How true. How true. How true. We did the retreat in Wimberley last year. It was a slam dunk success and a lot of fun. And how did you, how did you feel about that time spent together? Plus the club officer training just uh, just a week or so ago uh, in, in uh, Dallas Fort Worth, you were there as well. Uh, th- those things, those types of exercises are important for the clubs, aren't they? For the district and for the clubs. Yes, and if you're listening and haven't been to one of those, and you're interested in leadership, I encourage you to come. There's one in November. The vibe is casual and fun, and get down to yeah. work and empowering. And I think it was cool. We had 75 people and. Dallas just a few weeks ago. And I think that that speaks for itself. You know, it's, it's a, it's an amazing time and it's good to hug necks, but it's also good to, you know, in that room, I think over half were brand new and that's, that's a good sign. You know, we're growing, we continue to empower future leaders and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, that's why we have those trainings. It's it's not really for the people who've, who've kind of been there, done that. It's to welcome in the new and really empower them to make change in their clubs they need to make or keep doing the things that are rocking and rolling. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Those, I, I, I was not there for the, uh, the DFW one, but I, I heard great things uh, about what Crystal had put together as well. So it was really, really good. And the fact that you were there as well was very important too. Did Stephanie Price check all of the boxes during her term as governor, or are there some things that you'd like to see <laughs> Crystal say, Hey, Crystal, I didn't get to this thing. Could you could you get to this for me, or how'd that go for you? I'm not doing that. I know that there are people that have a tendency to do that, but yeah. I'm going to come Friday, close close the book, and I really want to, you know, not stand in the way of the the objectives Crystal wants to accomplish. I mean, Beautiful. is there always are there always new things to be done? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and there are things that I've talked to Crystal about that now committees that fall to me that I'd love to that I'm going to tackle and excited to to work with, but. Um, I had a full 365 days and I can say that it was full. It was full of successes and there were some hair pulling moments. And I think, you know, some things I wish I would have done differently or changed. And I think we learned from that, but I, I'm not one to say, oh, well, hey, we didn't get this done. Can you do it? That's, that's not me. So I feel like we accomplished a tremendous amount. I turned in our report to the central region chair 
because we give reports during America. Mm-hmm. And Dave said, well, how how do you guys, what do you guys do with your free time in District 10? And I replied back, what's free time? What's free time? So, yeah, really? You know, I think we've accomplished a heck of a lot. And I, I look back and I'm proud and grateful that everybody came on this journey and was willing to step up when asked. And I can't, you know, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to step to national office and step back a little bit in D10 and let Crystal thrive because I know she and her team have lots they want to accomplish. So it's not, not fair of me to, to place an agenda there. That's, that's them. Yeah, I yeah. will say I told Kevin Dobbs I'm excited for he and I just to talk as friends and to hang out and have a couple of drinks together where we don't have to talk business every time. So <laughs> that'll thing. be a nice change as well. Yes, it will be. I'm sure uh, for both of you, that'll be a good thing. I'm a big Steve Pacheco fan club member. I've got the poster. I've got the little button that I wear and I get the newsletter and I know that I you are as well. Oh, well, you got to get one. They're really cool. <laughs> I need uh, a yeah. Why is, why is this? Guy, so doggone good at running this organization. What is, what is what does it make Steve Pacheco so such a great fit for American Ad Federation? Um, man, Steve has such a great personality. Um, he, well, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about leadership and my philosophy on leadership. And I think I think Steve, you know, I don't want to speak for him, but has some of those tenets. He he gets in and does the work. Yeah. He connects with people. He doesn't put himself on a pedestal. He's real. He's authentic. He's hilarious and funny and fun to be around. And I think that makes him a good leader of a trade organization like this. You want somebody who's going to care about the grassroots and care about people from, you know, no matter if they're from the smallest club to the largest club or a board member or one of the, you know, biggest agencies in the world. You know, he he really does treat everybody like they matter. And he's so giving of himself and his time. You know, in my my Governor of the Year speech, I told him, you know, Steve, you never said no to me, although he probably should have. <laughs> but he's just that guy. He's If he can yeah. do it, he's going to say yes. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that speaks so much to his character, and that's why he's a good leader. hope you're listening to this, Steve. That'll make your, your day shine. This is a good thing. That's well said, Stephanie, as well. Stephanie, lessons learned over the past year. Anything anything you took, uh, took away from this that you didn't know that you didn't know kind of a thing? Mm, um. You don't know that you can accomplish as much until you look back on it, I think. You know, when we were in the trenches, I'm like, oh, we're, you know, are we going to get it all done? Are we going to get it all done? And, you know, I think have a little have a little faith in everyone that it's going to get done. Okay. And, you know, you never know until you try. And there were, I'm not going to lie, there are things we didn't succeed at. The The virtual auction didn't do what I wanted it to do. And that's okay. We lived, we learned, and we now move on to something else. But the Hall of Fame was incredible. And we have been trying to honor these people since 2020. Oh, yeah. So there were successes and there were, you know, some not so great moments. But I think I, I look back and I see to, to always, you know, empower your team to believe that, you know, everyone has has gifts to give and, you know, things that they're better at than I am. So to listen and to, you know, use everyone's talents they're willing to share with you. And I think you can accomplish great things. Oh, what a wonderful way to wrap up our conversation today. As we record this in June of 2022, we're talking with Stephanie Price, who is the current governor of the American Advertising Federation, District 10. Stephanie, well done. All around well done. (laughs) Man, energy, 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 and wonderful things happen. So thank you for that. And I know the folks uh, who are listening to these podcasts and to the radio program will will say the exact same thing. 
Well, uh, I want to say thank you to the committee chairs of District 10, the executive committee, to Kevin Dobbs, to Larry Brantley, to all my fellow governors. I mean, it was such a pleasure of a year. I got to have incredible experiences, meet new people, see some icons honored in this business and names that I have seen win huge honors in Cannes Lions and all sorts of things. And it's been my privilege and honor to serve. I'm grateful I was elected. I'm excited for the next chapter in my AAF life. And I'm glad we could have this podcast in this time just for me to say thank you. And for me to say, I can't wait to see what Crystal's going to accomplish and all the wonderful things that AAF will keep doing. And it's it's not over for me yet. It's just a transition time. But I'm grateful. I'm grateful to District 10. We have incredible people all across Arkansas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Texas. And it's been, it's been an honor and a privilege. Stephanie, I'll say job well done. So very, very well done. And there are many more in District 10 and with the American Advertising Federation the national organization that will echo my sentiments. Thank you for what you've done for us in D10 and for our industry over the past year. Ad Speaks Houston is the Addy Award-winning podcast produced and created by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter, and you can find out more at aaf-houston.net. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. We also invite you to meet the people that represent District 10 of the American Advertising Federation. Check out AdTension, the podcast for District 10. So until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Ad Speaks Houston, copyright 2022. I'm Ray Shillens.